Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, Dr. LaFanya Jones-Hines, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapist. What we will be is informative, down to earth, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up your volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back. It's supervision time. Today's mood music is brought to you by Jay-Z and it is entitled The Story of OJ. So last week we discussed the glamour of the red pill. Okay. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what makes a man move through the manosphere? So I think one of the big things that kind of helps a man kind of go from one to the next to the next is uh, a lack of accomplishment at whatever the previous level was. Mm. So okay. if I'm uh, an incel and I start doing X, Y, Z thing and that doesn't work, then I move up to, you know, red pill. If I get in red pill and, you know, so on and so forth, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's that lack of accomplishment. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And then kind of like what I said uh, last session, when you don't have a teacher who is teaching you how to do things the way that matches you, there is a sense of failure, even though you have not failed at life, you're actually trying to figure out what your process looks like. But, you know, men do tend to be very results oriented to the point of like these extreme Um, expectations on themselves and that's not really healthy and it's very difficult to bounce back from that. Agreed. So I would say two things. One, hurt. Mm -hmm. Um, It can, you know, hurt can make you do many things and emotions make you cry sometimes. Yes, we have learned that. I can't see him coming down my eye, (laughs) but I got to make this song cry. I'm sorry, y'all, we like music. Yes, we do. (laughs) So that, and then I also think um, if your status change, if you mm. actually do become a millionaire or billionaire, mm. you, because money can change you. Yeah, it definitely, definitely can. Absolutely. When you've lived in survival mode for years upon years upon years and you get, you know, either a slow crawl or a down, like a windfall of money, you know, knowing how to move in the spaces that, exist when you have money it it can be a shock to the system Mm -hmm. well they never actually get out of it you're Mm -hmm. still in survival mode you're still living from a place of poverty mentality or victim mentality you just have money now yeah that is very true Mm -hmm. absolutely you know i think you know just kind of it's important to kind of know like what some of the different levels of the manosphere are because as with any kind of movement you know, like we were saying last time, there's a, a low, medium and a high end of mm-hmm. all of that. Mm-hmm. And I think where men kind of start in this space is, you know, what's in, called involuntarily celibate, which would be an incel. 
And there's a very stereotypical kind of view that comes with that uh, man. Usually he's an overweight gentleman that doesn't take care of himself physically. Um, typically people think of them as gamers, you know, kind of in the basement, you know, that kind of thing. Again, that's very stereotypical. Mm -hmm. um, but this is a man that's going to be likely socially awkward and has a hard time communicating with um, the person that he's trying to I almost said mate with. Not connect. Connect. <laughs> <laughs> that made me sound creepy. Uh, <laughs> um, but the person that he's trying to connect with. Mm -hmm. So he starts to feel like, you know, the the world is not made for him mm -hmm. and that I'm never going to get anybody. And, you know, there's this um, one of two things, either this anger that starts to build up at the world or something kind of pushes them and there's like this need to do something, mm -hmm. which is what I think transitions them over into the next kind of area, which is the red pill space. Because mm -hmm. uh, the red pill space is really an active space. Like it's not about sitting around being mm -hmm. on your behind and, you know, things are just going to come to you again. They have their flaws, but one of the things that they really do push is you getting out there and, and trying to make it happen. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And some people would say that um, there's a step right before the incel, which would be the blue pill, you know, mm, yeah. the person who chooses willful ignorance and stays yeah. kind of stuck in um, whatever the system is that they are currently living in. Agree. Hmm. Yeah. And then once you get into the rest pill space, if you are able to kind of figure out like all the stuff we said a little bit earlier, if you're able to figure it out and then get connected with somebody, then you're likely going to eventually transition even out of the red pill space mm -hmm. and into a much more neutral I don't think there is a pill name for this one, but into a much more neutral, um, healthy um, view of the world and relationships or healthier. Let me say yeah. healthier, maybe not healthy. Yeah, I think a lot of times what people forget, and this is just a general statement, not necessarily specific to uh, the manosphere, is that you're trading one system of bondage for another system of bondage. You mm -hmm. haven't actually self-actualized yet. You're just swimming in a different pond. Mm -hmm. And once you realize that you're like, Hmm, does that really work? Does, cause you become very rigid. Yeah. You know, the same way. Okay. You're rigid in this particular thing and you're rigid in this thing. You see this oftentimes when people transition from religion to spirituality, mm -hmm. it's like, I've been like this all my life. Okay. Now I'm going to do this, but I'm going to do it so neurotically that mm -hmm. it's like, okay, you're, you're doing the same thing you were doing previously. Yeah. So it does take a bit of time to get out of that headspace of uh, rigidity mm -hmm. and essentially bondage. Yeah. I would agree. So how would a man know if he's healthy through these stages? So I think if you are in, you know, kind of going from incel to red pill and you're actually doing things and like uh, Dr. Wall was saying, men tend to be very results oriented. Mm -hmm. So if you are a man that doesn't take care of his hygiene and you don't take care of your health mm -hmm. and you start to see 
uh, okay, my weight's coming down or, you know, I'm actually going to go get my haircut. Mm-hmm. I, you know, went to go get my, my style and you're seeing that not necessarily just women, but just people in general are responding to you mm-hmm. differently. They're not standoffish towards you. They're not um, creeped out by you. Uh, you know, you're starting to see that, okay, some of the things that I'm doing are working. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the piece that you got to add on to that is learning some emotional intelligence because you can do all of those physical things. Yeah. But if you don't work on the internal mental parts of yourself, all of it will end up being for nothing, really. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll just be a good looking man that's by himself. Well, and I also think that you have to make sure you're praising yourself for the small things that you're or small changes that you're making. Mm -hmm. So if you, because sometimes when you go to the gym, everybody don't have the gene to be, to look like a bodybuilder. For a six pack. (laughs) Right. Everybody Mm -hmm. don't have a gene. But if you notice that you, uh, your body has become more solid, you feel healthier, you feel better, you go to the doctor and your results are good. That, although you may not necessarily look like you've lost a lot of weight, but you've toned up and your doctor is saying that you're healthy. That's something that you can praise yourself for. Absolutely. It's a process. Agree a hundred percent. And I don't think that people do enough of that. Mm -hmm. You know, we get a, and this would be general, not necessarily just men in this space that we get an idea of what something should look like in our head. And if it doesn't look like that, then I feel like I failed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and you didn't success looks many different ways. Mm -hmm. And I would even say if you learn how to communicate, if the, if one of the goals is also to, um, get into a relationship, if you're able to just communicate with a woman where you was not able to communicate with her before and, and she becomes your friend, that's an achievement as well. She may not be your person, but you have learned now how to communicate with the woman and ha- hold a conversation. Just because it doesn't turn out to be something romantic, it doesn't mean that it can't turn out to be something special. Yeah. Yeah. I, not, and I don't know if this was the point you're making, but something I think that's important. Now, I am not a man, so I do not know what it's like to be rejected mm-hmm. by women consistently. Mm-hmm. Um, But what I would say is that rejection is a learning opportunity. You know, it is a a reason and why this woman rejected you. And it could have something to do with you and it could have absolutely positively Mm -hmm. nothing to do with you. Um, But each time it is a learning opportunity for you to figure out, okay, so what happened in this interaction? Okay, after I said X, Y, Z thing, she kind of seemed turned off after that. Or um, when you got real close up in her face, did she, you know, trends, did she kind of seem like uncomfortable or whatnot? Or was it she had a partner? Like, I think everything is an opportunity for you to take that and say, okay, so how can I use that the next time? Or how can I learn to move a little bit differently in the future? Mm -hmm. Uh, Generally, I would say men are a little bit better uh, at being rejected than we are. You think? Mm-hmm. Because they do Why? they get it more than we do. Well, you're talking you know, about in the area of relationships. Uh-huh. I think and and you may be right, I because I don't know, but you may be right, but I think they're when they are not are not good at accepting rejection, uh 
the reaction is more explosive. So it looks like men mm. don't accept rejection better better than women. And I, I think, would agree with that. And I think society um, has that look two very different ways. Men typically are rejected on the front end of relationships. Women are typically rejected on the back end. That's mm-hmm. true. Because our society currently still operates from the perspective of uh, marriage being the ultimate ultimate thing. Mm-hmm. And men are the people who ask for the hand in marriage. Yeah. And so yeah. women tend to be on the back end, men front end. Mm-hmm. That's, that makes sense. Yeah, I would agree with both of you ladies. Sorry about that side bar. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, so I think that there's a stuff that can happen for a man that's in the um, red pill space and he starts to maneuver through if he's being successful. If he starts to feel like it's not working out and I'm still coming, I've, I've you know, got the better job. I'm making more money. I lost the weight. I changed my style. You know, I'm trying to learn how to uh, talk differently and approach women differently. And it's still not Mm -hmm. working out in my favor. This is where I think men start to transition over into the black pill because they, it starts to feel hopeless. Mm. Like it doesn't matter what I do, what I say, I'm still going to be rejected um, by, you know, the people that I want. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that's a hard, no pun intended, pill to swallow. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what's going on with my words today. Uh, Because a lot of people battle with that hopelessness feeling. And, you know, when we get to a place of hopelessness or a place of feeling desperate, we make very extreme decisions. Decisions and they don't always have the best course of action for ourselves or the people mm-hmm. around us. Yeah. And so it has to be a balance of that. You know, when I talk to many of my uh, male clients who are in similar situations, I'm like, OK, is it time to take a break from this particular thing and refocus on something else? Mm-hmm. You have to have the ability to pivot. If you become so hyper focused on this one thing and you're not getting it when it is a process you will beat yourself up. Yeah. And you don't need that in that moment. You need to more so nurture yourself, take a break, re uh, establish other things, do other things that bring you joy so that you can come back and fight the fight later. Yeah. And I think we have to be careful if, again, if a relationship is your goal, I think we have to be careful with allowing other people to determine our value. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I agree with that. Excuse me. Because it's it's a lot of pretty people who are single Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they're in their 30s and 40s and haven't been been married and they have a career and, you Mm -hmm. know, all of the things, too. But Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that it's something wrong with you. You just haven't found your person. Mm-hmm. And you're, the thing about it is, I think Dr. Wall says this all the time, is your person in your geographical area? Yeah. Or do you need to branch out? And I'll let Dr. Wall finish it because she says it. <laughs> I mean, no, you, you said it. I think sometimes you have to just realize that where you are looking is just not the best place for you. Now, that doesn't mean that you enter into the world of trafficking and oh, please all of that kind of stuff uh, because that that does happen. Um, it means that you go and you look for people who match well with you, mm-hmm. you know, prime example, my significant other is not 
from the state that I live in. Mm -hmm. You know, my significant other is outside of this state. Um, mm-hmm. that don't mean that I trafficked him right? <laughs> <laughs> or that he trafficked me, but I will th- get in trouble for that. Yes. Okay? And you know, you want to be safe too. This is not just about you causing harm to somebody else. People are, it's some mm-hmm. stuff, junk and things out in these streets. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I think, uh, just kind of all in all, it's really important for, men that are in these spaces to be very mindful of the space that they're in being mindful of the thing that you want and how you plan to get there. Mm -hmm. And then once you're there or if you're there, how are you going to maintain it in a way that is healthy and doesn't become destructive? And understand that sometimes we don't get all of these things all at once. Your career may take off and skyrocket. Your weight may change at a different time. You may meet the woman of your life at a different time. All of these things may not, it doesn't mean that it won't or can't, but it may not happen all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Patience. Mm-hmm. It's a I, virtue. Mm-hmm. I think one of the most important things is to remember to be gentle with mm-hmm. yourself. And I know that is not something that men are particularly, you know, taught how to do Yeah, or even allowed or give themselves permission to do. So you need to be able to be gentle with yourself to do those pivots that I was talking about earlier or to garner um, the strength to keep going through something or to keep learning. Mm -hmm. If you are so strict and so harsh on yourself that it embodies what you're experiencing out in the world, like Mm -hmm. how is, how is that feeding you? Yeah. Yeah. That's poison. Mm Yeah. 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 And the only thing that I would piggyback on what you said, and I think, you know, that's a that's a wrap for me. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I want to say that there you, you had a certain level of vulnerability that led you to these spaces to begin with. Yeah. Mm. Don't let being in these spaces take that vulnerability away from you. Mm-hmm. It's not about weakness, but it is about being open to change, open to accepting. Um, non-successes because I won't say failures but open to accepting non-success non-successes but also being okay that when you do succeed you can maintain it don't become bitter all right y'all you know we always end off with a quote today's quote comes from Kendrick Lamar I always thought it was me against the world and then one day I realized it was me against me So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.